We don't even have an intro yet. I feel like it's my fault as the moderator. Let's improv one right now. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. This podcast is Rogue History and it's brought to you by a group chat that grew way out of control. Um, and we were having so much conversation that we felt, yo, we should record this in a way that you could come back to and listen back and enjoy. I'm Edgar. I'm, I'm your, your, your moderator. Uh, I'm here for the jokes. These guys are going to teach me some stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm Brian, not the moderator. <laughs> Teaching Edgar something. <laughs> I'm Yaz. I'll play the devil's advocate here. You're the <laughs> contrarian, contrarian, local yeah. contrarian. And I am Alex. I am pleased to be podcasting today. Now, imagine if I did the whole thing with a Russian accent. Is that a Russian accent? <laughs> I'm not good with accents. Some kind of like, Eastern European accent. Yeah, but you could go for it. You would have got me. Hi, I'm Alex. This is what I really sound like. <laughs> nice. Hello, world. <laughs> we sat down and we came up with a couple of questions. Because it's kind of like a history-based podcast, we want to go with, first and foremost, a baseline for history. I am aware that time has existed for a long time. <laughs> like, time has been around for a long time. But um, after a certain point in history, it all becomes like a jumbled mess for me. Like, it's just a, a ball of twine. So, like, when does time start for you? Like, when is it that your mind can begin to unravel like the twine and kind of make more sense of things. So for me, I feel like the furthest back I can go is probably about 18th, 19th century, maybe, and specifically like Western culture from like the Caribbean up. Like I have no idea what was going on in South America in the 1800s. So that's where like my history starts. And I want to hear where your history starts for each of you so that we could understand what kind of topics we could get into. Uh, who wants to go first? Do alphabetical order? Let's do alphabetical order. Alphabetical order. For me, it's very, very specific. 1507. Wow. Yeah. So before this year, or let me mark it with this, a man named Martin Waldsee Muller, a German <laughs> cartographer, <laughs> created right, the wait, first... Hold, 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 hold on, first of all, first of all. Hold, it's hold a hard on. word. I mean, there's hold a lot on, of letters on, in this hold word. On. Hold on. What's a cartographer? <laughs> Somebody makes maps. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. A map maker, <laughs> a bro. Map, a map, map maker. maker. Like, yeah. A German yeah. map maker. Yeah, a German map maker. Let's <laughs> keep it under 10 letters long. You know? <laughs> under 10 <Yeah>. syllables. <laughs> under 10 syllables. <laughs> He's got one of those great German names where there's like two dots over the U and shit. Like, it's... Sure. I don't yeah, know how to sure. Say okay, German So he guy. made the first map that included the Americas. So mm -hmm. to me, this is... So he named America after America Vespucci, who yeah. proved that Columbus didn't find India. He, he found, found America. America. He found the Caribbean. So this is where all the different networks on all the different continents connected and where everything kind of clicked into place. And then history was able to actually begin. Okay, well, yeah. recorded history like entirety or just like for this side of the world? For my brain. For your brain, yeah. okay. For your brain, like that's like fifteen oh seven on. That's where it start. Yeah, that's that, that. To me, would be proper history. Okay, got mm -hmm. it. Well, I like how you guys got like similar but like somewhat different uh, perspectives of time. Like Edgar, you got one that's uh, very personal, right? Mm -hmm. Alex has got one that's like very global. Yeah, like about the world. Basically, like what you're saying is essentially the whole globe at that point was sort of known, connected. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's when it started, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Edgar is just sort of like... This, this is me. when the Dominican Republic yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. This, well, right. the thing is that, that, for me, that's like when my, like, 
I guess for lack of a better term, like when my race was born, right? right like, so right. it's like, like if if I go back in culture, right? So I think about like Roman times or like mm. uh, uh, ancient times, medieval times. Like I have no connection to that place yeah. because like me like me and my people or like my clan of people didn't yeah. exist right. right you know what i'm saying right. like we didn't exist like right. literally it was like there wasn't that notion yeah yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't, wasn't that, that notion like you yeah. like i can't trace my bloodline back that far yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what i mean so so yeah it is kind of like a personal thing that happens where right. it's like it's easier to like imagine mm-hmm. that stuff it's because you can see people like you that existed at that time. Right. That's when your ancestors. Right, right. That's when yeah. my ancestors came to be. Mm-hmm. So next, uh, Brian. Yeah. I believe B is after A. Uh, it, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, so, kind of like segue off you guys. Uh, your perspectives of uh, time is a lot about people, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna get a little different here. My my starting point for time is about when life on Earth began. And I think um, when people, or sorry, when life kind of like fights for its survival, if you will, you know. We talk uh, in sentient light. Oh, no, we're talking like. Bacteria. Bacteria. So you're like a you're like, like like little, little, like bio, little micro, microscopic. Hey, they, so might, like, they, they might be conscious. We don't so know. So you're like a big banger. Oh, yeah. You're a big, big banger. I'm a big banger. Brian, Brian yeah. the big banger. Yep. So yeah. like that's that's yeah. So your conception of time begins from there. Yeah. Any decision that a human makes, you and me make, is just the result of you know billions of years of evolution. We're all trying to get on top of one another. You know, not necessarily maliciously, but that's just our nature, right? Right. Start your engines. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah you have such a good radio voice. Thank you. I'm just like yeah. looking at you with your sunglasses on, <laughs> Thanks, fucking talking the about the beginning of time, yeah. holding your hand in a triangle and shit. Yeah, it's, I'm it's trying to. I'm trying to. He's a prophet. He's a prophet. Trying to avoid the preaching. Yeah. Very prophetic. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So I have a. I have a question actually. Yeah. So do you? So you do believe that life started at the Bing Bang? Like that was the beginning of life on Earth? Uh. Well, I mean, that's somewhat of an inaccurate statement no i mean i don't you know, know. so uh, the accurate big, it yeah so, <laughs> so when the conditions on earth became inhabitable right yes so uh let's separate the big bang and uh life forming on earth right big bang right. um i'm i'm with it you know <laughs> I'm cool with it. we can I'm say cool the universe it. started at the big bang all right um but life on earth just We'll say it just happened, all right? I don't know what real theory is the right one. Um, a lot of people just say it happened randomly. I'm with that one. I like the thought of things randomly happening. I don't subscribe to a designer theory, if you will. Um, that's you know that's a different that's a different cha- topic. I want to challenge that. Yeah, yeah we, we, I want to challenge we, that. We, we can get we can get to that like maybe another time. Like how could you? But so the, the, the wait just for the for, for sure. a little tantalizing okay. because it's like how do you separate? <laughs> Not believing in a designer theory, mm. but then also say that we are aggregates of years of designed evolution where we're coming up. That's the thing. It's not designed evolution. It just happened. It could have easily just not like happened and then ended. Right. But it didn't. You know, we, we just randomly uh, reached this point where we can talk into a fucking, you know, <laughs> metal brick. Yeah, <laughs> and the shit's recorded electronically, and then like broadcasted to people all over the internet. You know, yeah, it, it just happened to end up this way, and like random, random shit happens all the time, and it's like hard for the human brain to wrap its head around these events and like kind of 
we are always trying to rationalize like oh things happen for a reason sometimes it doesn't you know mm-hmm. um it's, things do happen for reasons but not everything needs to um and that's okay you know um, and the universe doesn't give a damn if we the universe does not. not give a damn <laughs> allegedly yeah allegedly. frankly allegedly frankly, I mean, frankly the people even in this room don't really care too much about what happens outside of the room you know mm-hmm. let alone yeah. like random chance outside right. in the world so we'll, we'll touch back on design at we'll, some we'll, point we'll because i i really <laughs> just feel like it's like 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 does believing that it's entirely random is in itself a design but like whatever oh, oh that's so so that's that's that's, that's, so that's, 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 that's real that's, heady yeah yeah so for that, sure. that's the shit for me like just yeah, yeah. having it be random right. is also part of a design yeah, it is like there's random generators that exist for a purpose so that in itself is a design for yeah. life you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. everything happens for a reason and that reason is random chance yeah yes. <laughs> right yeah. so all right yes yeah, um so I basically I would agree more with Brian mm-hmm. on the idea that when time began mechanically so I like to think Ooh. about it in two different ways. There's a mechanical time and there's a body. Uh, there's a body time, right? So the mechanical time is like what Brian said, like at the beginning of the Big Bang, when the universe expanded and atoms started smashing into God knows what kind of planets and like galaxies and all that. And that's very interesting. But I like to think about it from a higher level in which that what happened before the Big Bang. And even Stephen Hawking was thinking about that. Because if you define time as only what happened after the Big Bang, then what created it, right? What it initiated a Big Bang. Right? Randomness. Yeah. So like... <laughs> but by like design. okay you would, <laughs> randomness by design now hypothetically if you had a black matter if you have a black hole in a box and you, you can technically if you had the right technology initiate a smaller big bang within a box right and that like so what happened within that big bang is a different time than what happened before that right you know so, so I, I i really like the idea of mechanical time being like in it, the beginning of the big bang However, I only think of it as a record-keeping mechanism that just like, you know, to make everyone sane on Earth, everyone going by the same time that you can record it. But I like to think about the other one called the body time, which is that everything you see around you doesn't mean much. Like, everything is like, you, you, you feel time through your experiences. Like, whether you're meditating, whether you're like running, whether you're like even taking drugs and being really high, and then you're like, holy shit. What is time, you know? So I really believe that even though, like, you could technically claim that Big Bang is the beginning of time and a mechanical keeping schedule, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because time is what you mean by it. Right, so it's like, uh, you ever heard, like, put your hand in a hot pot and seconds feel like hours. Put your yeah. hand on a hot woman, and hours feel like seconds. <laughs> so it's like it's just like it's like the mechanism itself doesn't yeah. really define how you feel. Time. Right. Yeah. So then, all right. So my question for you and Brian, right? So historically speaking, how far back does your mind go when you think about like ancient history? Like, what would you consider ancient history? Um, I'm gonna start because I'm B. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, right. yeah. That's a good rule of thumb, yeah. just in general. Alphabetical, right? Yeah. All, right. All right, I'll be the contrarian next time and be like reverse alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's actually a good question. So when does history start, right? Alex yeah. brought up recorded history, right? Um, yeah, that's why. Like, I got a good, I got a good understanding of where his history yeah, starts. Yeah, yeah. Historically, so I mean, if you want me to give you a time, like I'd suppose three 
two two and a half to three billion years ago. Yeah. Um, it's not recorded history. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, so your mind can down. go back that far? It's recorded far. in the rocks. Like, well, so like that's- we're talking about, like, so for example, if I ask you, like, uh, what's like what was going on in North America during the Roman Empire? Like, what like what oh, year was that? That's like uh, early, like right before zero year like yeah. about 400 bc something like that or 300 bc some shit um up to like well the empire started uh just before bc was it It was the republic before that so if you oh, just mean oh, Rome, the empire. The empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah the empire started like mm-hmm. just before that yeah but rome existed for some time before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like 1500 years right something like that uh, well, it was maybe a few f- 400, 500 BC, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then it existed in other forms, like up until like fourteen hundred AD, I think, or fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong about that number, but yeah, that West, Western right. Roman Empire. Yeah, that uh, shit died collapsed. Four hundred AD. Yeah, that shit collapsed early on. But the Eastern but Empire the Byzantine kept, kept Empire, going, but maybe. they call themselves Romans. <laughs> you know, um, that that shit lasted until like the Ottoman Empire, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so through them. So mentally, you can go back to that point and have like a year reference for that. I I yeah. couldn't do that. So oh, yo, I can, so I can that, go back. I can go back like three billion years. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, but like, okay. I mean, the point is though, like when I go back like three billion years, right? I, uh, these are like huge time scales, you know. Like, yeah, within like this billion year period, right? Yeah, X happened, you know. Um, and then like we, we we like get a little you know smaller as you know we get closer to recent history, yeah. Like. Okay, now like hundreds of millions of years, now a million years, and then thousands of years, hundreds of thousands or whatever, you know? And now decades. Yeah, yeah. and now yeah. decades, and now sometimes even fucking months, you know? Shit, okay, like, so, shit swings real fast these so days. So you could kind of go f- back past the time of humans. Right. But past the time of sapiens. Yeah, and you, for, you can go back that time. And for the listeners who are mathy, um, it, it's, a, it's a little logarithmic the way I yeah. think going back, you know? Like as we approach like really far back, the time scales get really big. Like right. huh. I'm thinking huge. But yeah, then, like I, as we approach now, I've been to the smaller. museum where they have the dinosaurs exactly. and like their ranges are like, yeah. yo, this might have lived in this ten right. million year right. window, yeah. and it's like, all right, right. dog, yeah, yeah, exactly, accurate, right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yes, uh, where does time begin for you historically? Historically, like a, um, and I'm talking about mechanical time, right? Not mechanical. body time. All right, yeah. cool. So mechanical time for me would be bef- like for me recorded history is when you actually started recording history on like clay and on like paper like mm-hmm. ancient Egyptian I think it okay. goes like and whatever happened in Mesopotamia right All right quick question about ancient Egyptians before you continue Go on Were they black Um there were um I think they're Coptic Christian or the current um Egyptian that exists modern in mm-hmm. the modern time and they're they're, I'm talking about ancient Egyptians. No, but the like the Coptic Christians of Egypt trace their roots back to the Pharaohs. All right, and, cool. And so, they're like they're like, I think you'd find some of them that are black, but the majority of them are just like a darker olive. Right? All right, cool. Right. That's good. We'll come back to it because, and this is just laying seeds for future episodes right, yeah. because I just saw this uh, this fucking talk at like Oxford with this guy Akila. I don't even yeah. remember. Well. That, I think that might have been his name, Akila, Akala, something like that. Akila. Yeah, 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 yeah. Akila. Akuna. And so... Akila Tequila. Yeah, so I'm watching this thing by Matuda, and like he was talking about how... Like, he was talking about the ancient Egyptians versus right, yeah. modern Egyptians, whatever, so I just wanted to get your input. Yeah. So sure. please continue. So modern Egypt, they, was, right. they start so like, recording on clay. So like, yeah, ancient Egypt and whatever happened in Mesopotamia. So like, I was born in Damascus. So like, my parents and my whole family always reminded me that Damascus is 
actually the oldest city in the world. And that's Damascus, Pennsylvania, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Damascus, Syria. It's, um, it's, there's a beautiful quote by Mark Twain about like how Damascus measures time not by years or months or days, but by the empire that it saw rise and fall and crumble into ruin. Oh, okay. Because that's it deep. saw like the that's ancient good. Romans, the ancient Egyptian, the Greeks, the like so many countless different civilizations came and go while the city stood. So like being like because it was part of my heritage, I just like I was just reminded that ancient historical time for me began from like the establishment of an actual civilization, a city. Has it always been in what is today known as Syria? Like has that always been the country that it belonged to? So Damascus, like, I mean? So like I don't believe in Syria as in like the national Syria that mm -hmm. we see today defined by the borders. I think it goes beyond that. If you go to like look at Lebanon, um, Palestine, Israel, whatever you want to call it, Jordan and stuff. I think that whole land was called the Levant mm. in French, which means like east of the Mediterranean. Okay. And I would rather consider myself like a Levantine, which is, you know, from that region, than to classify with a nationalistic ideology that only existed for 70 years, which is weird. Right. So, you you, know. well, well, so what is it that you consider yourself again? Levantine? You no, know, Syrian officially. Like, I was born the in Levant. Syria. The Levant. The yeah, Levant. You probably uh, Levant seen that is before. L -E Levant. L-E-V-A-N-T, Levant. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I could get behind that. Yeah. I'm down to call you yeah. Levanti. Levanti. That's, yeah. that's a good one. It yeah. sounds good. It sounds great. And all right, so I'm glad that you brought up the idea of Damascus kind of measuring its time with the rise and fall mm -hmm. of empires. Um, because the next thing that we really wanted to get into was just... Now that we establish how we all measure time, mm -hmm. we also want to measure our place, right? So, right. and we are recording this live from America, mm -hmm. uh, named after America. What is his name? America, America Da Vinci. Vespucci. Oh, Vespucci. Yeah. See, I just went with Da Vinci. <laughs> I mean, it was Amer America Chi. So, we're going to start off with you, Alex. I want you to give us, what is your estimation of the American empire? Which is not a reference, usually, like, I feel like empire is not usually associated with America. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, the first thing I want to ask, and you guys brought this up with, like, America being an empire, what makes America an empire? I would consider an empire, like, if you go back to uh, the Assyrian Empire, Persian Empire, what really kind of defines an empire is ruling over other lands. In other words, client states. Right. So you could say that, for example, South Korea, Japan, Germany, you know, after certain wars, they became client states of the American empire. So the big difference for the American empire is term limits and democracy. George Washington had the kind of restraint to not want to rule until he died, which allowed him to be the custodian of the transfer of power, which set forth a precedent, which made it so that any other guy that wanted to take that job was kind of in the shadow of Washington. So he couldn't try to get more than eight years and become an emperor. So it's really just kind of like a temporary emperor at best. So aside from, who was it, FDR, who had three? Yeah, and then they had to write it down and say, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's, yeah. now like, it's officially two. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. like, back, uh, up until then, people were like, yeah, you're going to be shamed if Yo, you do F a third term. FDR <laughs> had three terms and a wheelchair, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, people do and, not recognize that he's our one and only disabled president. And fucking Like, physically polio. disabled, yeah. No, from we, polio. We yeah. got another we're, one we're right now. We're going to get into that subject well, soon. <laughs> physically disabled. This one's <laughs> mentally disabled. It's completely different. So, all right, so what establishes America as an empire is dominion over other states or yeah, so, other so, countries? So economic and military uh, dependence. Mm. So, so you know, South Korea depends on us militarily for a long time and kind of still I mean, Japan even, still did. I'm going to interject mm -hmm, here and mm -hmm. you can like, you can even go a little further than that. We export culture too. Yes. Certainly American culture is like 
global now. So now in the 21st century, it's basically a requirement. If you want to flourish as a client state of the U.S., yeah. you yourself have to take certain uh, liberal views. Yeah, and you definitely. have to kind of, you know, you have to promote democracy. Yep. In the 20th century, that wasn't really the case. We yep. backed a lot of Latin American dictators well, yeah, and we, Middle we Eastern tried dictators. To, we tried to export freedom. And, it didn't work. And no, it did not work. <laughs> yeah, so now we just export movies. If you want yeah, to buy in, you know, <laughs> if you'd rather be South Korea than North Korea, it, you know, you, you got to kind of buy into our way of doing yeah. things. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, if we're looking at ourselves as an empire, you could look at for example, the Assyrian Empire versus the Persian Empire. Persian Empire is what supplanted Assyrian, the Assyrian mm -hmm. Empire. Yep. We're much more like the Persian Empire because we kind of let people have their own cultures yep. and we don't really mind. They just kind of like got to play by our rules and like, you know, pay their tide in their own way. But we don't go around burning people to death and right. like forcing people to destroy their religious relics and stuff yep. like that. So, you know, you could look at the main problem with like a real empire throughout history is, you know, if it's Persian Empire, it crested under Darius, Mongol Empire crested under Kublai, mm -hmm. Roman Empire crested under Marcus Aurelius. Mm -hmm. What's the common thing? When you have a really good emperor, you do really well. When you have a bad emperor, the whole thing could fucking collapse. Oh, yeah. So we're lucky enough to have a more resilient system that allows you to kind of have a, a changeover every eight years. Well, it also allows for a good... Because what I've always appreciated about democracy versus, like, a uh, dictatorship, because I've never really... Like, I know uh, the Dominican Republic had a dictatorship mm -hmm. at one point that's, like, one generation away right. from me. Yeah, yeah. It's just the monopolization of crime, right? Like, when you have a democracy, you could pass the buck because you have these term limits that right. allow you to say, I'm going to do all this shit right here that <laughs> you're not going to feel for 20 years. Yeah. And by the time you feel it, yeah. I'm going to be so far in the past that it doesn't matter. Like, like, what are you like do? George Bush. So right. Obama yeah, took the yeah, hit yeah, for yeah. George Bush. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. George yeah. Bush. Putting Clinton, a war on a credit card. Like, <laughs> yo, bro, we, people still cry about Reagan. But it's like, it doesn't matter yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's been out of office for 30 years. So it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to go right. back and you're going to go back in time and shoot Reagan? You can't. Right. But if the if that pass of power, that like passing of the buck yeah. doesn't happen, you have someone to direct all of your anger right. at when their faulty policies actually take effect. Right. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't happen happen because by the time faulty policies hit us the person is long gone yeah. you know what i mean so it's smart i mean a bit of a tangent here but maybe not but can we get into uh the differences between democracy and like something like a well that's part of the american empire so i yeah, believe mine all right yeah. cool in well, the future don't ask permission just yeah. ask forgiveness all right, all right. <laughs> uh, well just i mean just like a, a little off topic subject but like you know the problem with these term limit things though is that we can't enact long-term plans really like you said something about like creating policies that you don't really like, notice 30 years from now mm -hmm. yeah that's true we don't notice it 30 years from now but that's not necessarily a good thing right yeah because we're gonna have like eight years spans where people are gonna try to do things and that doesn't necessarily there's you know, no focus there's no focus at all it's like it's shotgun method as far as i'm concerned you know like we're trying to do things in eight years that require like 50 years of planning you know the next guy is going to do something totally opposite case in point obama to trump right you know just to get how could you be more opposite than those well, two people? exactly well, to, <laughs> exactly to, to, to be fair the value of the term limits is that it gives let's say 
somebody like a president, which oh, yeah. I'm not sure the extent of their power, but to me, they've always been kind of like a figurehead Absolutely. with some with some manu- with some ability to maneuver. But the people that are enacting the plans are in their positions for 20, 30 years. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. like the yeah, people, yeah. like it's the people that you don't vote into office exactly, yeah. that are taking these plans and they're working around with whoever yeah. is the figurehead at the time to kind of enact those plans long are we, term. Are we talking about the Illuminati or are we talking about like <laughs> the, deep state. the Democratic and Republican parties? No, no. we're talking about the deep yeah. state. I'm right? talking about like whoever's like manning up agriculture or whatever generals are in play. Yeah, I'd say yeah. generals are like the best example of that. Yeah, like, it, oh, it, for First sure, off, it's man. really hard to become a general. It is. And yeah. like as much as Insanely some of them, difficult. you know, like, yeah. like Flynn, I'm not a big fan of that guy, no. but like anyone who becomes a general, there's a serious there is. filtration process there before right. you get really to become is. a general. Or like a Supreme Court judge. You need to survive in war. Mm, yeah. You know, like that—that's a pretty good filter right there. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you bring up a good point. Historically, too, you know, uh, sort of differences between American empire and historical empires. Um, historically, uh, empires have really fallen from like coups, military coups. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they had like generals that literally overthrew the government because they had soldiers that were loyal to the generals, right? right? And they could command them and be like, "Yo." Let's knock those guys out. That's yeah. how Caesar right. took over, man. Exactly. He marched yeah. his personal army into Rome. Yeah, but <laughs> America doesn't have that. Yeah. You know, the president is literally the the commander in chief is literally the is the general that we speak okay. of. So we don't we don't have, we don't generals. have a fear Wait, of so, like the American empire. So collapsing. before we move like, before we move to to jazz, yeah. do you um do you consider American empire? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So yes. you, you do you could refer to it as the American Empire. Yes. And but it's the, different from historical empires. So um, that then your main so your main uh what what's like your main requirement for considering American Empire? Like I know you mentioned that we export culture and yeah. then you also agreed with the idea that uh economically and um military wise there are other countries that depend on us for that. Yeah. So then that kind of so, so that is what moves us into the realm of being an empire. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we don't we don't like call it that, you know. Like yeah. we don't call them colonies. We don't. We have territories, right? Yeah. But they function essentially the same way as a state does. Yeah, we call them Puerto for, Rico. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. The, the only difference yeah. between like our territories yeah, and Puerto states Rico. are that yeah. like they don't have seats in like Congress, Congress and yeah. things like that, right? But otherwise, uh, it's just like semantics right and they do have some control over how many bases we have there so right. like you know yeah, we yeah, yeah. kind of part of the devil's bargain there is that we we don't have total control over our client states right but what is it time a, out i'm sorry mm-hmm. what is the devil's bargain i need to know this in order to get the rest of your argument you define yourself by who you're opposed to so we were in opposition to the soviet union once we really really became mm. an empire and Ronald Reagan referred to the Soviet Union as the evil empire. Yeah. So if we were going to take the mantle of the higher moral standing, we can't rule in the same way the Soviet Union ruled their client states. Mm. So if you're, you know, if you got pulled into the Soviet Union, you had a lot less autonomy than post-World War II American client states like Japan. Yeah. And, you know, Japan and Germany did a lot of shit and we allowed them to become glorious democracies where they became yeah. rich and everyone there prospered. Look at what happened to the to the countries that used to be under the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying America's perfect. We make a lot of North mistakes. North Korea. But we do, we've done some things well as well. Yeah. So yeah, boy, am I glad America took us off that ledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the Dominican Republic was going there. Mm-hmm. And then that's why they killed, uh, that's why the CIA killed the dictator at the right, time because right. he was 
he was at the constant threat of saying, I will join the Soviet Union. Yeah. Or we Dude, will join the Soviet Union. How crazy Union. is it, though, that, like, the CIA, like, literally has all these, op- had all these operations in South America to, yeah. like, supplant governments. Oh, yeah, for, like, 50 like, years. I mean, still it's good, not bro. crazy at all. Yeah, still it's not crazy on. at all. I feel like, it's it's, crazy. I, I like, yo, it's like, crazy, <laughs> but I've seen so many movies exactly. about well, that's it that I'm just that's, like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of my point, though, right? Like, these are movies. They're supposed to be, like, kind of, uh, like, fictitions. Yeah, like, hyperbolic. Right? Yeah, like yo, imagine, but this shit, this shit really happened. You know, <laughs> like, like imagine, like, like yo, this shit is straight out of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Like they tried to give Fidel Castro a bomb cigar, like yeah. in real life. <laughs> yeah, like dude. in re- like the CIA just went straight Bugs Bunny, bro. Like that shit is crazy to me. Like you were like, like imagine if that shit would have worked. Like it's just like Elmer Fudd in the face, just boom, his cigar blew up. I swear it's a Looney Tune episode. Like that and that's probably it happened. Like the, someone, yeah. someone at the CIA was like, I've got it. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Yo, yes. So do you agree that uh, America? Would you consider America an empire by your standards of what an empire is? Yeah. I would consider American empire. I don't know if there's any difference to historical empires. I think mm-hmm. they're very similar, even though like it's more robust than historical empires. Because, I mean, uh, you you brought up you know culture, and then there's yeah. like about like the military might. But I think what's also interesting about America is the navy. The U.S. Navy is what makes America like a world empire. Mm-hmm. So like international water is just like a funny way of saying something, which just really means American waters. Because, like, <laughs> the U.S. Navy after World War II, you know, like, with the victory and stuff, they really expanded their Navy globally. Like, I do recall, like, when England started a war with Argentina over, like, the island. I forgot what the island was Falklands. called. Falkland Islands. Falkland Islands. Still mad about that. Yeah, so when Why? that happened, apparently... There was a negotiation with the Americans to allow the British Navy to pass through and then just enter that part. And it's just like a powerful thing to have, right? And it's just like, it reminds you of the British Empire from before. They, like, the British Empire, they didn't have any land nearby to occupy. What they did would do really well was the British Navy, which, like, spread and global you know like colonize the rest of humanity so all right so if you rule the seas you rule the earth is that, is that what we're going with like still ruling yeah, I mean, the, yeah, yeah, ruling yeah. the seas is yeah. still well, like, a really good point yeah for yeah, sure i mean like if, if you look at the roman empire right i mean like they controlled that, the mediterranean yeah they took over the mediterranean they took that over the, syria that was the world yeah as egypt, far as they were concerned, egypt right? and syria um there's like all like you know controlled by the roman empire mm-hmm. like to the point like right now if you look at the most of our monuments in syria they're all like roman design right and stuff so like they did export their culture in a similar way like latin was a big major thing mm-hmm. um organized religion christianity started in like in the middle east but like it was organized by the roman empire into an official religion that spread and stuff like that and i, I see similar things with america you know spreading of cul- a culture yep. and all that so i think it's like the modern day empire oh absolutely yeah and it's, like just to go just go to more like to your whole navy thing yeah. um and to like bring it to the east a little uh the chinese empire actually i mean chinese i call it chinese now but like they call themselves all sorts of shit like Tang, right. Ming, whatever. I fucking right? love Tang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on that Yo, shit, swear to God. Bring it back, right? Yeah, I fuck with some Tang, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I fuck, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. But, but you know, like to, the whole Navy thing, yeah. right? They they basically like controlled the whole East because they controlled the waters, the Indian right. Ocean, the South China Sea, you know, even parts of the Pacific. Like, that's how, that's how they 
that's how they became as you know they consider themselves an empire the and the center of the world you right. know like they call themselves the when would the when world. would that have started oh man um i don't have an exact number for that one actually but could you get it within a hundred years or yeah a couple hundred years yeah i mean they've been they've been like a solid global empire for starting like around mid 500s 600s that's china that's, yeah that's or what, what we modern day call china uh right well they called themselves at that time i think the tang or the sui yeah. dynasties um but essentially there was a long long period for them where there was a lot of infighting civil wars trying to take control of you know the mainland mm-hmm. um once they consolidated their power though they you know started like moving out taking over the seas like yeah. that's that was their that was the real pivotal point there. You know, they moved from infighting on land and expanding, you know, westward for that whole Silk Road thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to moving out to the sea and like import, export, trade, you know, on the waters. That that's like really when they became a global, yeah. You know, what they considered a global empire. And what's interesting is, um, like to just like you know highlight it all into one little sentence. There's like a quote by an ancient Athenian politician. I forgot his name. I think it's. Like to start with the letter T, um, but he says basically he he who controls the sea controls the world. I and I, I've heard yeah, that yeah. before. I've heard that before, not just early in when I said it, but no. oh, I, you said yeah. so. I, no, 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 I, I no, heard like, myself no, say no, it like before. Heard, no, no, no. Like I've, I feel like I've heard a similar <laughs> quote in the past. No, but I've heard that quote before. I'm not sure who said it yeah. either, but it actually makes perfect sense, right? Like right. the earth is 70 percent water, but it's still surprising that three, four, five, six thousand years later. That's still the case. Right. Well, I mean, like, think about how you got to, like, let's say if you want to take over the world, how do you transport your army right around the world? You're not going to take them over land. It's expensive. it's going to be a faster route. Air is going to be too expensive. And, like, even with, like, shipping anything, if you're going to, you know, oh, yeah. ship anything around the world, you're not going to use your airplane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you need to put in some work just to keep people in the air, right? right like, yeah. on water, you just, like, throw metal in like a u-shape sort of like a round <laughs> object and they just float you know you need to do True, more yeah. work you just need to push that thing i mean like water is yeah. still dangerous because of like you know storms right. and stuff but like i mean it's not bad so as being like ten thousand feet in the air yeah well we're about to enter in the age of whoever controls space controls the world yeah yeah uh, uh we we got a I space I... we got a, like an official space army now yeah yeah <laughs> run, run by the navy yeah that's pretty dope. I, I forget yeah. what their exact name is. I feel is. like we've had that already for oh, about yeah, 20 years, but it's yeah. It's been a while, but like, I think they rebranded a little, yeah. but it's... Like, what cool. are, yeah, what are we going with the name for like our space army? Um, I think it's actually just called like Space Navy. Oh, that's fucking trash. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's something like that. That's that. So, yeah, that's yeah. so trash. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's Star so Marine, Space Navy, yeah, Space yeah, Force. That'd be cool. The Space Force. Would you join the Space Force? Fuck yeah, man! Are you kidding me? Ah, uh, space scares the shit out of me, man. I wouldn't. Really? Want to, yeah. I feel like we're never going there. Not in our generation. <laughs> I mean, not in our generation. Is it that different from like flying in the air though? No, yeah. you don't have to if worry about fall, gravity anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you fall from the sky, you're fucking dead. Like, yeah, but you, you, you might no have parachutes. a one in a million. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. no, I'm not. I'm not scared of that. I'm scared of how wildly insignificant I would feel if I went out into oh, space and oh, then yeah. realized that we're really just that small. I mean, yeah. even if you fly, like, in the, it's like crazy. Even just if you to fly see how flat it is. Yeah, yeah, just go out there and be like, holy shit, it is flat. It's crazy. We are on a tortoise's. 
back. Yeah. That's nuts. Wow. <laughs> Who's been feeding that turtle this whole time? What the fuck? He drinks all the water that falls off the, yeah. the polar ice. The cup. water in ships, yeah. <laughs> um damn, where were we? Oh, so Jazz, just to wrap it up. Right. What so so the control of the sea is what you would say brings America to the empire category. Like one of the major ones. Which yes. other ones? So the like what, the what culture, would be some other minor ones? Yeah, culture is like a very significant part of it. The navy is a very significant part of it, and like I think right now the advantage that America has as well is like economically speaking, yeah. it allows for a lot of people to become lucky, mm-hmm. and through innovation and stuff like capitalism designed as like. There's, there's got to be better ways of doing things, but currently capitalism, capitalism allows for more chances, like, you know, random acts of being lucky. You yeah. know, like, oh, I found out one thing that would actually make me successful. There goes that random thing yeah. again. Yeah, it's just, there goes that, that random thing. Like, there's, random, there's random, an element of randomness. the way the universe <laughs> and, works, man. And because of that, I think, and because of the attraction of the world to that kind of environment where, you know, people yeah. can make it, I think it just strengthens the fact that America can become an empire, not just short-term, but really long-term. All right, so my final question on this topic is, if you had to measure where in the state of growth would the American empire be? Like, do you say it's in its infancy, it's mm. in its maturity, it's on its way, it's on its decline? Like, like if you had to relate it to, like, an age kind of thing, not necessarily like, yo, America's 26, but more so like <laughs> what state of its development would this empire be like, in? Is it, like, is it a tween? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it, a, yeah, you get it. Uh, so I, we could go back to alphabetical. That seems to be working. So. I think yeah. we're a 30-something named Brittany with a nice coffee in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> not realizing Honestly, that her titties yeah, are about yeah, yeah, to drop. Yeah, yeah. In, a, <laughs> like, in a crop top yeah. and too many sweaters. So like the final years of her crop top. <laughs> Still figuring her shit out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I I, I feel like we're kind of on the verge of some kind of big change and you know you can't really like predict what that change would be but even something like cryptocurrency could like totally rewrite the handbook of how you know like global economics work I'm not gonna pretend to be an expert on that but it's worth noting that we're having this conversation on the day of a royal wedding which mm-hmm. if you're comparing us to the British Empire is that happening right now I think it already yeah, happened, happened this morning yeah I think it already oh, really? happened yeah, it happened okay. this morning which the that is the most like graceful exit for an empire I've ever seen where they like basically their weddings are now just like you know like celeb style yeah. uh, novelty yeah I mean come on after Brexit that shit's officially done right yeah the oh so the the British Empire is done now the British Empire is like they, on, had, a, they had a graceful land it's on life support yeah. wait it's if on it's life even, no, no. I think oh, it's done okay so yeah. the British Empire just moved to Florida so if you're compa- the yeah they just moved to Florida just, yeah. <laughs> they got their condo in Bakker and Tad <laughs> like, yeah get a retirement yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, great, like just they're playing golf right now yeah, they're yeah. like they're showing up at the movies at one pm yeah. and yeah, yeah rocking the hell out those so doctors. if you compare us to them uh, we're nowhere near that all right that's fair because I feel like once another smart thing that America did was was bypass oligarchies for celebrity. At some point, we decided that, yo, we're not going to let oligarchies decide our standards of life. They just kind of put a lot of importance into how celebrities yeah. live to set that standard for the rest of the populace. I think it's only an effect of, like, um, like our ideals for freedom of press. So, you yeah. know, just, like, the freedom to, like, hey, let's report on this idiot or that idiot. Right. And people are going to eat it up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you have to innovate what are you going to talk about, you know? Right, exactly. Like, you got to spread... Like, uh, newspapers are also spreaders of gossip. That yeah. doesn't mean that gossip is negative. Yeah. But, like, you know, you kind of have all these, like, different things. Brian, how old are we? We're, we're late teens right now. Late teens? Late teens. I think... 
um, for the past, you know, up until like the 50s, 40s maybe, we were kind of guided by some higher principle, some until morals. the 50s? Up until then, yeah. Okay. That, that was sort of like when we were still, you know, kids and we had a parent kind of like telling us what to do. Mm-hmm. But then come like 40, late 40s after this, uh, World War Two. 50s really and then there's no adult supervision anymore. no adult supervision <laughs> 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s you know oh that was like 15 Dude, 16 every fucking decade we were reinventing our identity yeah that's a really good point that's those were our early teenage years and that's now dope. now we're like kind of we're still like kind of trying to figure out our identity but we're like we more or less know who we are yeah like roughly. now we think we grown yeah but you know at at some level, we still feel that, you know, we kind of still need to figure things out a bit. Um, I think, for the most part, Americans are mostly liberal, I would say. Maybe in the big cities, at least. Um, granted, there are still pockets of areas that are like... Well, I would be fair to say that even, that even the most conservative of Americans are still liberal in the yeah. grand scope. Oh, still, absolutely. Oh, sure. yeah. absolutely. So, so absolutely. it's fair to say liberal in general. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Everyone is liberal. Compared general. to the rest of the world, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's why we can export freedom. Yeah. <laughs> um, culture. We call yeah. it culture. Culture. Sorry, yeah. Culture. Cool. Um, but, culture. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely like late teenage years. We're... Yeah, I, we're kind of like hammering out our identity. Yeah. So you think we're freshmen in college? We're about to be freshmen in college. Yeah, get nah. ready, get ready for a wild ride. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. We're like, yo, it's yeah. about to get crazy. Yeah. You you think it's crazy now? Just wait till like next year. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I really like that because it's like Sweet. that whole thing about like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s being yeah. like these formative years. They are. It really feels like that was the time when we were like, you know. That's when you were like 14, 15, 16. Yeah. Like one year you're listening to some like hip hop, old school hip hop. Next year you're listening to grunge, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this uh, is definitely the years when you were like, yo, so your parents are not going to be exactly. home? Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. And you know, like. On I can a, come by. Yeah. And, come and in the future, <laughs> look forward to things because yeah. we're going to be proper adults yeah and we're gonna get our shit together and america is gonna last for a while like yeah. yeah how do you how do you feel about it guys but what what age range would you put us in what it feels like in terms of time like the stage of an empire is like i really like that scene in um the social network the movie about facebook where sean parker is explaining to mark zuckerberg what facebook really is at the moment which is like hey you know now you have a good party people starting to show up they're like oh you know i like this party you know like uh, it's only like eight o'clock it's like eight nine you know like some beautiful people are gonna show up you know the dj's picking up you know uh, let me just stick around and see what's gonna be like at two o'clock you know and mm-hmm. You're there, you know, so you don't want to like, you know, at any time the party can go wrong, you know, like the party can like be crashed by the cops or something, but it could turn out to be a really good party in the long term. So that's the way I feel. Like, so you're looking at it more of like a what time a what time in the party we're at? Yeah. So we're like right. I feel like, no no but so I like, feel how, like how many drinks have we had? Yeah. And I mean, what like, time is it? And it's just like <laughs> it feels right now early on in the party that is picking yeah. up pace. But like don't get me wrong, it can go the wrong way. We're know? still playing like at a at a at a level where you could talk to people and yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, like cognitive. The, the drugs didn't kick in yet. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Lights <laughs> haven't completely been Got turned it. out yet. Yeah. Uh, what I have to ask, you guys mentioned. Uh, 
Falkland Islands. Yeah. And, and you guys both knew what Yaz was talking about. I have no idea what Yaz what Falkland it's a Islands are. Small island off the coast of Argentina. South, off of the coast of Argentina yep. that uh, was kind of like a, a colony of, of Britain. Give yeah. me years. I think Margaret Thatcher launched the war, right? She did, oh, I think so a little 80s. earlier than yeah, that. Yeah, so 70s, 80s, yeah. I mean, and who was that, what, 1970s, 80s? So there was this yeah. government, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Argentinian politics, yeah. but there was I mean, some just, kind of... Just like, yep. so interrupt uh, mm-hmm. for a second. People in Argentina are still mad about it. Yeah. Like, there are people who are alive right now, like, in their 50s, 60s, that, like, remember that war. Yeah. And they're pretty pissed off. What was the war? Like, who fought? Well, Argentina tried to take over a British colony. That's okay. my understanding. Right. Of yeah. It. So that was yeah. sort of like the last vestige of the British Empire. Um, on the, this side or in general? On, in general, pretty oh, much. Pretty, yeah. Okay. So they're, they still had, col- they still do technically have, you know, colonies, if you will. They're Commonwealth nations now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Compared to Hawaii, yeah, when the when the okay. Japanese were like, "Yo, get out of the Pacific." Exactly, right. So then, yeah. so yeah. there was actual conflict. Like there yeah. were soldiers. The people there, like, the people there. I, I don't even know if there really were people there, but uh, oh, I you mean, mean like inhabitants of? Folk? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But were it was there? just like tiny, like yeah. okay. like really maybe small. like fishermen. Right. Oh, so it was more of like a dick measuring contest. Like it was that's exactly right. what it was. Got it. it was like who's got the bigger dick? And, yeah, Br- and Britain okay. had the bigger dick. <laughs> it had the bigger dick. It had the longer dick. Yeah, because yeah. they had the sea. I mean, it, so. Argentina yeah. had the home field advantage, yeah. and you know they just couldn't really. I think they yeah. thought that Britain would just kind of let it go, mm-hmm. yeah. and they took a chance, and they it got they out. got punched in the nose for it. Yeah. 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 Oh, how hard? Not hard. that hard. Like, well, it's like I mean, people, are, people are mad like about it. Nose. People died. I don't. Yes, people died. How many? They lost a lot Do of we ships know more and less? stuff. Let me see. Hundreds, uh, I think. That's uh, a good. That's a good okay, question. Google, that's yeah. a very good question. Want to see? Could, that's yeah. That's oh yeah. No, it was like a baby war. How many, how many casualties <laughs> are we talking? Like total or, or total, between yeah, each? Total. total. We're looking at less than a thousand. Oh, dude, yeah, like hundreds, more people right? die in America. Nine hundred people. Two fifty-five on the British side. Six forty-nine on the Argentinian side. All right. Yeah. So it was, it was like, pretty short, right? It was like a month or something. Yeah. Maybe a yeah, yeah weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was two months. Okay. April second to June fourteenth, nineteen eighty-two. So two 82. months, a week, yeah. and five days. Yeah, it's very recent history. All right. So we need a. We need a. We need to. We need to use our imagination again. So right. world of imagination. So just imagine this intro music that's playing right here. Oh, Jesus! Jesus Christ! It's a conspiracy. This is a segment we're going to call PopCon, as in popular conspiracy. Yes. Where each episode we're going to talk about a different popular conspiracy and maybe make fun of it. Maybe one of us will be proven right or wrong yeah. about it. I guess I we'll see what happens. I will be making fun of things. Well, yeah, the wax shit is that like I don't really know which conspiracy theories I buy into. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I want. I, don't have I want any that I, I buy want into. A, I, I want to be told believe. a conspiracy theory. And I will believe it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I like, want to believe I want to so believe. Bad. I want to believe the earth is flat. But, so today we're going <laughs> to... You really want to believe that? All right, that? so today, today's PopCon. Today's PopCon is going to be... And we're going to start with a, with a popular one, very general one that we all got a familiarity with. And they're probably behind the Falkland okay. and behind the collapse of the Roman Empire and behind... The flat earth. The election they, of Donald they're Trump. They're probably behind Damascus. I they, think yeah. you already know who we're talking they definitely, about. Yeah. They definitely elected Donald Trump. Yeah. Even though I have my own conspiracy theory about Donald Trump. All right, that. yeah. But, but, put, a, put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> that, so we're talking about... The Illuminati. <laughs> that was a good theme. That was a good theme. All right. So, 
First of all, I, I'm, I'm leaning on you guys for your historical uh, uh, knowledge of these things. Brian goes to the beginning of time. You go to like 15th, 16th century. And uh, Yaz goes to body time. He's just feeling time inside yeah. of him. So, By the way, I'm a, I'm a, he's personally, I'm a, I'm a fan of body time. Yeah, feeling I, time inside that, of you that, sounds that crazy. Actually, that shit actually blew my mind. Yeah. When he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're, we're like talking about numbers. He's just like, fuck time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So yeah, it, was, it was like, yo, how old is, Amer- how old is America? Seven o'clock. <laughs> I was like, yo, you right. <laughs> you right. Yo, so give us, do you have, who has some backstory on the Illuminati? Not exactly backstory, but I thought it was interesting when I type in Illum- Illuminati on Google, the people also search for a section, Freemasons, KKK, Committee of 300, Anonymous, and Skull and Bones. Committee of 300. I had to look that what one up too. It's some British shit that I can't even wrap my oh, head wow. around. Had something to do with their lords and their whole system of, oh, okay. of, of weird land ownership. But anyway, out of all this, what stood out is Skull and Bones. If mm. there is an Illuminati, it's tied with Skull and Bones. First mm. off, I think it's all random chaos. I don't think there is an Illuminati. Same. But there's definitely power groups that struggle and you know take advantage of certain situations and try to mm. manipulate situations for their, you know, for their goals. Honestly, I think the election of Donald Trump proved to me that there's no global conspiracy that controls shit in America. Like, it really is the will of the people. And people try to influence it and put their hands on the scales. But at the end of the day, like, if people vote someone in, they're going to be the new commander-in-chief. So, at least for this country, I think Illuminati is not really a thing. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Illuminati is 100% a thing. Right? Okay. Like, like it's, oh, okay. it's 100% it exists. Right. Like, there's groups that refer to themselves as Illuminati in history, right? Like, this is recorded history. It exists. But whether or as not they have that clubs. global impact. Yeah, now that's that's the real oh, like, like root of contention. the conspiracy sure. is yeah. whether or not how much they move the scales or put the hands on the scales in either direction. I think the popular conception of, w- of what the Illuminati is is, is, is a boogeyman. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's, that's my opinion. Well, so... And and this is this is where I'm gonna wear my Yaz hat right here. We're gonna go, I'm gonna go full contrarian, yeah. not contrarian, but just a little bit of devil's advocate. Let's do yeah. do a little bit of digging because I feel like the reason why a theory like that continues and is fueled and powered and people can buy into it is because so if you think about it as as a, as a group of men, right? A group mm-hmm. of men and or women, and we know women don't exist in them. Come on, who has a secret <laughs> society with women in it? It's not gonna work. We're just people, man. Yeah, so, so no, but we know that historically these secret societies were fueled by powerful men, right? right? Yeah. Is, is the idea, right. right? Yeah. So then if you have a group of powerful men that are uh, uh, meeting and communicating and operating under a flag of Illuminati or Skull and Bones or a flag of this is our group of people, because like even the Yale Club next door is kind of like yo, this is a group of powerful people that all meet here, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. then collectively, do they not have the strength to really put their hands on the scale and turn it into different directions? They have influence. Yeah. I don't think they have control. I I went to the Yale Club. It was very. <laughs> yeah, I, I was invited. Yeah. This like, guy's part of the Illuminati. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, I knew it. They got <laughs> us. I was invited to the Yale yeah. Club. Yeah, he's trying to influence this podcast. <laughs> yeah. and it's like you would not believe the shit that goes on inside the Yale Club. Hey, I mean, like if you go there, you're gonna laugh your ass off. It's extremely boring. And they tried to get me to sign up for an event to teach. Poor kids how to play squash. I'm like, what benefit of life? They need new blood. They need new blood. Maybe they're just like throwing a curveball at you, trying to throw you off their tail. Yeah, I would be part of a charity that would give you know 
you know, kids in poverty, more education, more material. But like squash, are you fucking kidding me? They're trying to. They're trying <laughs> to. Know, that's like, a really good point. Though. They're trying to bolster the squash Olympic like, team. For, for, for as the... smart as like they're supposed to be, that's possibly like one of the least constructive <laughs> outreach, uh, well, well, outreach programs I can think of. There's so disconnect between like what youth would actually I would actually challenge I would challenge that thought and I would challenge really? that thought in the sense that yes like on the surface it may not be the most beneficial but I think there is a cultural benefit and a social benefit mm. to teaching kids how to play squash because rich people play squash. So yeah. if you play squash and you could make friends with other squash players you could be a really good squash player that now is friends with all these people that are from a completely different social scale right. and background and there is a lot of benefits to that to yeah. seeing the other side yeah well, so how often are they gonna play squash after that though huh how often they're gonna play squash well that's the shit that, yo you'd be surprised at how much these sports that like urban youths or poor youths don't touch how often they pay for full rides for real because they're just not good oh athletes. yeah yeah right yeah you know what i'm saying it's just not like it's just not like the best athletes don't gravitate towards like lacrosse right so yeah. it's like at least like where, where I, i'm from you know what i mean I we don't gravitate to, yeah and lacrosse so <laughs> and, <laughs> yo and lacrosse will put you in contact with people that you would never meet otherwise that's really that's by the way if you if you have a daughter sure, right? yeah. if it you have a daughter and you want her to have a scholarship get her involved in volleyball they give away scholarships for volleyball yeah. i mean like squash you're just like one player versus another player so you're playing against somebody else from another school so you mm -hmm. got to be that one lucky guy yeah that and actually and gets into that true. university as a squash player upper body yeah i mean that's not an easy sport it's like another sport where like a larger collection of people get grow their talent and then all go to school i think it that would be more effective but like i mean for me i respect the idea of you know teaching kids how to develop new skills to um and outreach programs and yeah. like you know improve yeah. their Inclusion. life and their future yeah. but like it just felt funny that it was like i'm at the yale club and they're like of all the sport they had to pick for poverty kids and they thought it was a great idea it was just what? squash it's just laughable for me yeah. what's, what's that sport in that was really popular in like the 80s and 90s in uh miami racquetball oh hi ally hi ally hi ally is still I, popular in I some always, circles i always call what it what the fuck is hi ally is like oh gee i don't even know how to expert it, it, it's it's kind of it's similar kind of like to squash. tennis or to squash in a way in the sense that there's like a court and stuff yeah, yeah. but they have these like uh c-shaped uh handheld i've seen that shit yeah they just fling these balls ripping balls miles something an hour like faster than that it's an intense sport it it's is. just also like kind of lame <laughs> at the yeah. same time yeah but it's well, definitely not easy i'm convinced that yaz is in the illuminati now because we started on illuminati now we're talking about squash and highlight yeah he's changing he's like you saw what the fuck just happened i was distracting everyone from the illuminati yeah hey guys i've been to the yale club it's very boring there's nothing going on there and it's also funny because like i talked to a freemason and he told me it was the most boring shit ever see this guy like, I mean, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I'm very interested in this stuff. So I like They're to infiltrating to our lives. Yeah. You know, you well, don't that, know well that's, 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 well, that's, he's not doing a good job because he's telling makes, us he's part of it. That's so. what no, makes gonna, the yeah. PopCon so good. That's what makes the Illuminati such a good PopCon because at the end of the day, like, there's no way to say that our ease of being able to dismiss it yeah. would fall right into what they would want. Yeah. Like, if you are a secret society that and you are tipping scales, you would want to be as dismissible as possible. Well, That's okay. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, from my perspective, I'm like, I'm very open to joining any society. Like, right, as long as, like, 
it's not like except like gender squash society. No, no, as long as it's gender it's balance, <laughs> as long as like fifty percent men or women, dude, you can sign me up for any cult you want. I'm just really? like, oh, I'm always curious about this shit until it gets. Why do you need fifty percent men and women? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to just be a, about it. I mean, you, you gotta form a conference. power couple somehow. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I just feel like if it's all dudes, it's gonna be like it's not my scene. I'd be tight. I'd be nah. I could fuck with all dudes like like society or like a fraternal organization. Yeah, fraternal. Organization, I don't I know, dude, fuck that. isn't that what rogue history is? Yeah, I oh, mean, shit. yeah, we invited <laughs> zero women here. Shots no, but fired. Like, I mean, like, we invited but, zero but, women but here. I would argue we're not a cult, are we? Not, not yet. Not, not, yet. Yet. <laughs> exactly, not yet. We haven't slashed her wrist. Yet. So, no. uh, go about, like, part of how I look at it is like people want to feel like there's this like mechanism in control of the world, they don't want to feel like everything is just kind of chaos randomly moving about and they'd rather believe that an evil organization controlled everything than to believe that it all just kind of falls where it does for the most part but to what you were saying before maybe it's better to think of it as not an illuminati but many illuminatis (laughs) (laughs) and they're all competing for you know control over the scales yeah and 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 new ones probably pop up every decade right and and it kind of plays right back into what you said about the random design right so it's like random is not something that our minds can easily digest because we're we are allegedly randomly designed to design things like we are we are pre-programmed to put things in boxes right like to organize things like we don't take in random well so it's like when you think about everything that happens in the world and for for you to sit back and say all of this is random that's a very difficult process to go through it is it is and you know i'm gonna take my turn now um we by design not but actually yes random design (laughs) People Looks like we got our first episode title, by the way. I'm just, yeah. I'm just throwing that out there. Like that. Random design. <laughs> Random design. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like, we were, we evolved to be, like, good at pattern recognition. That's what people are good at. Humans mm-hmm. are good at, right? That's sort of, like, our Seasons, distinguishing feature. Migrations. Yeah. yeah. Looking at stars, we can pick out, like, lions in the stars, you know, like a Sagittarius, a Leo, shit like that. Mm-hmm. We're, we're good at pattern recognition. We don't have claws. We don't have fur we can like recognize patterns that's what makes humans good at what we are good at you know and we're always trying to rationalize and find patterns and things and that's you know work to our benefit many many times that's how we have civilization now but sometimes it works to our detriment you know like we're mm-hmm. trying to find reasons and things that don't necessarily have a re- rhyme or reason you know um yeah we I, weren't oh sorry i argue that that's like why religion formed to some extent, we're trying to find some sort of reasoning behind why things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely why people believe the Illuminati exists. It's the same sort of reasoning there. Um, people are just trying to find a reason for why things happen. But you know what? It's ultimately just random chaos. It's by design, random. And I think that's a beautiful stopping point for like this we agreed on a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, that is that that that's great. I, I like I agree with all of that. But like just before we leave, mm-hmm. technically, this popcon has not been debunked. No, it well, hasn't. I mean, I mean, still I mean, well, no, we, we've actually confirmed that it exists. We because confirmed Yaz that it exists. He's in the Yale Club. Yeah. He so could talk to a Freemason. 
I mean, dude, like, the only reason I didn't join the Freemason is because it was $500 a year. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, why would I want to give you the money? Jeez. <laughs> I thought it was, like, they I thought the point of joining bucks? a secret society is, like, you don't have to pay for shit, you know? Yeah, you're supposed to give well, not, me power. not in dollars, maybe in, like, blood. Sure, I mean, blood is, like, I got plenty of in blood. Prayers. I don't have plenty of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, thank you for your input. I learned a lot today. Yeah. Falkland Islands just yeah. happened. We're either a teenager or seven o'clock. Um, I like seven. America's o'clock. definitely an empire, it apparently. Is. And we export culture. That was actually a good tidbit. So I like that. Um, do we have a nice outro to come in? Till next time, boys and girls. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We're gonna keep our audience fifty. Same 52. bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> yeah.